everyone, I'm Aaron. I'm Jeff. And this is The Final Word with Jeff and Aaron. Today, Jeff and I are going to talk about Thanksgiving, and we're going to see where the conversation takes us. Uh, but before we get to that, it is time for our first fact. Now, for the- Oh, late on me. What do we got? Um, so we know we had been using Google. We would say, hey, Google, give us a fact. And it started out okay, and then it got a little, I don't know, repetitive, and sometimes the facts were just not great. So we're doing the first fact, but we are are curating them first. Um, Jeff, yeah, this way, also, Google can't be like, we're going to take money because you're using our stuff. Well, that too, even though I'm sure <laughs> she's still taking money. So I am using Amazing Fact Generator. This one actually is kind of interesting. Blood donors in Sweden receive a thank you text when their blood is used. Oh. Oh. Which is both interesting and a little disturbing. No, what the what's really interesting about that is that means their organization system must be on like really good. Well in order to know that, exactly whose blood right, it came that, from. Well that's the thing, is that there's two interesting things. One, obviously they have a good system set up, which doesn't surprise me. It's Scandinavia. They are you know, the governments sort of know what they're doing there for the most part. But they also obviously keep track of everything. So your blood is not yeah. anonymized, which... What's, I guess that makes sense. You probably do want to keep good records when it comes to, you know, storing blood. Yeah. For some reason in my mind, it always has been like, oh, yeah, if you're AB positive, just go throw it in the giant AB positive vat. Right. Ugh. Right. I mean, I know, but, like, if you if you donate blood here, and, and we're in the U.S., by the way, for, you know, those who haven't figured that out yet, um, for our, <laughs> I think we have, like, one person in the U.K. listening... Uh, we had one person. We had two v- listens from the UK. They haven't come back oh, yet. Oh, that's sad. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Please come back, UK listener. We enjoyed your presence. Oh, no, they're back. Really? Yeah, I just went to the stats page. Anyways, awesome. we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later <laughs> after the podcast is over. Um, so <laughs> That's some offline talk there. Yeah. So what I was saying was... Um, so here, if you donate blood, you know, it's mostly through bond fees, which isn't bond fees anymore. I don't remember what they changed to. And I mean, they take down your information and then they obviously they test the blood to make sure there's nothing wrong with you or nothing wrong with the blood. And then I do know that if they discover something like, let's say you're HIV positive, they will get back in touch with you. So they obviously keep track of it on some level. Um, Now, from that point on, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool because I feel like most people who donate blood, sure, they're probably doing it for quote-unquote selfless reasons, but since I don't believe there's such a thing as a selfless act, they're probably also doing it just to be a little bit prideful in the fact that they gave blood. And so the fact that they're then given that little bit of text might be enough incentive to get more people to mm-hmm. donate. Yeah, or, you know, people are doing because they don't want to pay for, you know, STD testing, and they're like, well, if I give my blood for free, they'll do the testing for me. God, it's the perfect scam. Exactly. Or maybe they're really just doing it for the juice and cookies. I mean, I mean, juice and cookies are pretty good. True. I've I've done it. It's like it's kind of a fun thing to have juice and cookies later. Um, yeah. It's a weird thing. Done like, a few times as well. You know, sitting there for a half an hour with you know a needle sticking out of your arm, um, with with a towel over it usually because your arm will get cold. It's it's kind of a it's a weird feeling though because I mean literally yeah. there's just a needle sticking out and like once it's in it doesn't hurt that much, but it's there. Yeah, when I when I donated blood uh, a while ago, 
Um, the problem was the person doing it couldn't find a vein. Oh, that's the worst thing in the world. That is the yeah, worst. Oh God, I hate it. I, I hate that. Pricked several times. I got pricked more than a voodoo doll. Uh, uh, um, I need symbols and a a drum, but I'm chink. Um, I was gonna do it on my desk, but my mic is on my desk. Right, I, I was bet you that would have been super good for the sound. Do the exact same thing, and then I realized. I mean, it could sound interesting. I have a feeling it would sound very muffled as it vibrated. It'd be muffled and kind of just, yeah, yeah. wouldn't be too great. Um, so, but yeah. how was your Thanksgiving, a, Jeff? Okay, yeah, we'll just transition okay. right into it. Um, my Thanksgiving was uh, interesting. So before this podcast, we kind of did a little bit of a pre-talk to discuss, you know, maybe what traditions you used to do. Uh, and I kind of explained that since I've been living on my own for the last couple of years and uh, far away from home for that fact. I haven't really done much for Thanksgiving. And then I realized I do have a Thanksgiving tradition. And I didn't even realize it. I was super happy. What, what, um, what is it? My Thanksgiving tradition is to have my sink overflow and have to have maintenance come and fix it. Is that it's happened, happened every two years time in a row now? now. Nice. Two years in a row. Nice. Yeah. Um. So which, which I, sink was it this year? Oh, same sink. Always the kitchen sink. Um, how long have you been at your yeah. place now? Year and a half. That's right. It was two summers ago. Oh my God. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, no, it, th- this happened exactly. It was funny. The maintenance guy came over. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, and we actually were joking around about the fact that it happened almost to the day a year ago. That's funny. Did he come over on Thanksgiving or did you? Yeah, no. Oh. So, uh, it, uh, it was while it was Thanksgiving day. Right. Um, and I, uh, I was playing a video game, whatever. And then it rolled around to about five o'clock. I was like, okay, I'm going to go pr- start making the dinner that I had planned, which I basically just bought all the cool, fun Thanksgiving foods. And I was like, I'm going to make them all myself. I may not have any friends or family to hang out with, but I can sure gorge myself. You're making um, me very sad now. <laughs> Don't be sad. It was delicious. What, what'd you have? Um, uh, okay, so we're going to go into story within story. Uh, I had, uh, I made myself some turkey fillets. They were pretty good. Uh, homemade mashed potatoes. Nice. Like actual, like you mashed them yourself. Yes. I mashed them myself. Well done. Well done. Um, also, uh, by the way, recipe is uh, Pioneer Woman mashed potatoes. Very good. Um, add cream cheese to make them extra creamy. Mm, interesting. I'm not a big fan of the creamy uh, creamy. I like chunky. Well, no, no, no. They're chunky too. They're both. It's like, they're really good. You really the only way the way you get chunky mashed potatoes is you just you just don't mash them very well. I know. Well, that's I made mashed potatoes for us this year because that's my oh, nice. thing. Um, and I, yeah. I unfortunately I oversalted them a little bit because um, I was my my brother in law is allergic to milk, like just straight up allergic to milk, not lactose, but milk. So he can't interesting. Yeah. He can't even do like lactose free milk or goat milk or other types of milk. And, um, I've learned over the years that rice milk and almond milk do not make good mashed potatoes. Um, Ugh. yeah. Soy milk is fine. I'm just not a big fan of soy milk. So I tried oat milk and, um, oat milk is actually surprisingly high in sodium. So did you say oat, oat like O-A-T, like, huh. yeah, it's actually the milk itself is actually not bad. Um, I mean, I still prefer real milk, but um, next year, assuming I make mashed potatoes again, I will have to use less added salt because oat milk is high in salt. Um, yep. They're still yeah, good, though. Makes sense. Uh, so um, finish, yeah. finish telling me about your sink. Yeah. So I 
wrapped up my game and I went to go make my food. The instant I walked towards the kitchen, there was just a huge pile of water. There was a whole bunch of the the sink itself was uh, completely full and like a lot of gross stuff floating around in it. And I was like, oh, no, that sucks. So what Uh, was the faucet on or was it backing up from the sewer? It was sewer. Uh, Basically. And this is the same thing that happened last year. The only difference is last year uh, I wasn't making anything for for dinner. And so I was playing games and the maintenance guy walked in on me Oh no! because it was such a problem that it actually had gotten uh, outside of my house. Holy crap. And so somebody walking by saw the, the pile of water. Oh my God. So like your like, whole carpet had must've been disgusting. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. I, I In didn't fact, know that this. was the thing I turned off before we started the podcast is there's currently a giant, one of those um, dehumidifier uh, things. That's what that noise was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Guy came over, took about an hour. He uh, ran the snake down about 40 feet into the sewer lines, and it works again. That's weird. But, uh, I mean, fortunately... tells me if I'm here for another year. Right, well, fortunately, you are not the one that has to pay for it or deal... Like, obviously, yeah. you have to deal with it, but you don't have to call the plumber or whatnot. Honest- yeah, honestly, the only thing I was upset about was the fact that I had to take that poor maintenance man away from his uh, family Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, he may have just been on call and does Thanksgiving another day. No, he told me that Aww. he was with his family. Aww. No, we we had a good chat. He's a really cool did, maintenance did, guy. Did you tip him? Because you should have tipped him. I don't have cash, so I had no way of doing so. Well. Um, I'm thinking of getting him a good old thank you card. Oh, you should get him some cookies. Ooh, Some homemade cookies. Idea. Oh, I do like making cookies. Yeah. Or, or you could try the cinnamon rolls that came out of our babka experiment. Oh, yeah, those are really good, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to circle back real quick because you said you were feeling sad for me. Don't. Uh, so f- for me, Thanksgiving has become less of a holiday and more of just a free. I don't have to work anymore because it's a holiday for everyone. else. Right. Week off. And work. instead what I do. Yeah, exactly. I get off work. Um, and the reason for this is I don't want to travel twice in two months. That's way too much traveling. Um, and so usually what I do is instead of having a Thanksgiving and a Christmas vacation, I just have a longer Christmas vacation. Right. Um, it just, that's, nice. that's how it turns out. Yeah. yeah. We should do a Friendsgiving. When Jared was around, remember, we would do the Friendsgiving every, I think we did that yeah. two years in a row. Because Jared yep, apparently liked right. to make turkey. Jared is, is <laughs> well, a mutual Jared, friend of ours. He currently lives he in Spain. He's my roommate. Yeah. We, oh um, man, he should be listening because then we get somebody in Spain. Nice. Get more countries. I don't even know how to get a hold um, of him anymore. It's kind of sad. Uh, oh, no. I can give you his WhatsApp. Hmm. That's how I talk to him. You should send him our, our podcast um, link. <laughs> something tells me he wouldn't listen, though. Yeah. <laughs> or I, he he would listen and be like, well, that's... And go back to just being in Spain and, like, right. go to the beach. Doing whatever Jared does when... I was talking to him, and apparently he doesn't even have, like, a computer. Huh. Other than his work computer. That's actually... I'm kind of surprised. Cause he, yeah, so he's all right. Good for him, actually. Yeah, like that's not a bad thing. He's gone full, full native. Um, no, I was thinking more along the lines of anti-technology. That I could see that. That does not surprise me actually at all. Yeah, probably suits him pretty well. Yeah, I could see that too. Uh, of course, now we can't have him listening because we just talked about him on the podcast, and uh, I don't know. Well, maybe he wants to know what we're saying behind his back because we're saying terrible, terrible things about him. 
<laughs> Maybe Anthony will anyway, tell so him. Oh, that's actually a big possibility. Hey, Anthony, if you're listening, tell tell Jared about the podcast. That way I don't have to do it. Yeah, and we want somebody in Spain. And we'll know. We will know if he has listened because we will have statistics to show us. So Always good. Um, so, yeah, that, that that was my Thanksgiving for the last couple of years. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Um, you have family in town, so this must be far more interesting. Yeah, it's I, it, every there's always it's always family every year since I, I think how many I was born, basically. It, not years. How many like, people attended? So it, it yeah. varies. This year was smaller. Um, it was we went down to Denver where my sister lives. So it was me and my parents and my sister and my brother-in-law and my niece, my sister and brother-in-law's child, and my grandmother. So there was, what, seven of us? Um, nice. Yeah, which was actually small-ish, because um, in years past, I have family that lives up in Loveland, um, which is about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour north of Boulder, or about an hour north of Denver to give people some geographic whatever context. That's the Sure. And so give the random internet strangers more idea of where you exactly. live. Exactly. I could give them my address and you never know. I could don't get fan mail. Um, don't even make those jokes. <laughs> so in years past, it's been the whole family. It's been my aunt and my uncle and my cousins and both my grandparents. Unfortunately, my grandfather passed away back in August. So just right. my grandmother now not to, you know, bring the mood down for everybody. Um, so last year, actually, <laughs> talking about a bit of a downer, but last year we actually did Thanksgiving at the nursing home that my grandparents were at because th- yep. there was just no way we were going to be able to transport both of them. So it was actually really nice because the nursing home made Thanksgiving dinner um, and it was actually not bad. I mean, it was not nice. I mean, it wasn't as good as homemade, but it was still pretty good. And it was actually kind of nice. We were able to get a private room and everybody was there and we had a fun little Thanksgiving. Um, But I do kind of miss some of the real big crazy ones uh, for a number of years. So my grandparents, talking about grandparents on my mother's side, not that it matters. But they lived in Boulder. They had a condo and they had a big clubhouse. And so for many years, we would kind of do like pre-Thanksgiving dinner stuff up in the con- their condo and then move down to the clubhouse and where we would have, you know, 15, 20 people all there for Thanksgiving, which as a kid was fine. I know the parents were losing their minds, especially, <laughs> you know, making food for that many people. And yeah, um. And probably a couple of egos were uh, colliding every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, I fortunately, I was able to distance myself. But, I mean, it's, you know, that's it's family. When you get a lot of family together, yeah. crazy things happen. Um, no, I mean, it's very similar to what I would do when I was younger as well. We'd all go over to my aunt or my grandparents' house and it'd just be a huge thing. And because, like... Three or four of my family members all had birthdays in or around oh, wow. uh, November. Uh, we would also have like Thanksgiving slash mom's birthday slash Uncle Tom's birthday slash other person's birthdays. It's like, let's cram um, as much stuff in here as possible so we only have to do this once. We, we don't want to see each other all of the time, so let's just get it all done in one time. I, it's, I always find it very family, very family, very fascinating with family how... 
it's like indiv- like on an individual basis. Like you see your cousins or you see your aunt and uncle or your grandparents. Like one on one, it's fine. But when you get everybody together, it's a freaking nightmare. Usually, it's always fun. Even like even if Especially everybody when gets wine along. Is involved. Yeah, when yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely it's interesting now because everybody except for me, oh my god, uh, has kids. Um, so like <laughs> one of my cousins has four kids, which is. Oh God! <laughs> Hopefully they're not listening. Um, they actually they just had a a newborn. Don't a newborn. worry, they don't know who you didn't spe- say their say their names, so they have no idea who you're talking. True, because they'll never figure it out. Not that they'll ever listen. My cousin is not gonna. <laughs> I don't know if he give, even really knows what a podcast is. No offense to my cousin, and I Ooh. love you. Um, well, now you really don't want to listen. Yeah, no. Um, you know my my family on my on my mom's side. Um, Interesting family. Love them to death. Hmm. Interesting family. Um, so it's always, there's, when when my mom's side of the family, when we all get together, just very different personalities. Um, yeah. You know, I, I am definitely more of an intellectual person. Um, and not, like, in a bad way, but, like, I, I, I think, you know, my cousin... Especially, he's more of a uh, whatever blue collar versus white collar or whatnot. So, just can be interesting sometimes. Um, you're giving me really weird looks over the uh, over the podcast or over the uh, over the Skype call. Jeff and I can see yeah, each other. Yeah. And by the way, this is another Skype podcast. You know, 18 minutes into the podcast, just FYI. Um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the the drastic sound quality difference between the two mics, yeah. Um, there, no, I'm I don't not, think I'm, my family's ever going to listen to this, and I don't really, I'm not too concerned of issues. Okay. Um, but, and we love each other. Like, we know we're well, very different people. Well, isn't one of those people. things that if you truly do love your family, then you can talk shit about them all day? Because it comes from a place of love. Yeah. Um, yeah. The hardest part for my family is I, fortunately, these are not people I am close with at all. Uh, they're like second cousins, maybe, or like my mom's cousins. I don't know, but I I know one of them voted for Trump, <laughs> and that's just. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, do you do have you, any family? How often do? Oh, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, how often do politics uh ruin the evening? You know, usually we're pretty good about it. We there there's definitely been some debates, but we usually stay away from them because there's definitely, um. I'm I'm a very very liberal person, and so is my dad, um, and my mom is definitely well liberal and willing to defend it right too. Yeah, and my mom is liberal too, but she's not as um, I don't know what the right word would be, uh, gung ho about it or passionate about it maybe. Um, so my mom's family on you know her her sister and cousins they're not couldn't like right-wing conservative but they're definitely a lot more conservative than myself or my dad which definitely caused issues way back in the day but i was not alive yet so i didn't have to deal with those um so (laughs) and now you're smart enough to know not to uh poke the bear right i mean i've definitely had conversations and it's it's just how you it's how you approach it like i've learned you can have a conversation with somebody and if it gets to a certain point where you're really heavily disagreeing, you're just like, all right, let's, we're done. Let's not make this a thing. It's not worth it. Um, 
So it, I honestly, I actually kind of miss that part about Thanksgiving when all the family was together because we just haven't had that yeah. for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, the, it's very similar. The thing I miss from having like the big Thanksgiving family uh, thing is often all of the older people would start talking about how what we were like as kids, like young, young kids. Yeah. And since I don't have a very good memory of that time, it's always really fun to hear the, oh man, Jeff was such an idiot when he did this stories or, yeah. You know, I actually, I should ask my mom about this. So my grandparents and aunt and uncle and whatnot, they used to, I mean, my whole family used to be live in New York and my parents moved to Colorado in the late seventies. Um, but my grandparents and aunt and uncle on that side of the part of the family, they didn't move to Colorado until the early nineties. And I am not sure what we did for Thanksgiving before that, because I know we flew out to New York around Christmas because both my parents were teachers. So they had that time off, but I don't know what we did for Thanksgiving. I'm going to have to ask Hmm. now. I have no memory of that. Huh? There you go. So now I'm, I'm curious, um, do you guys have any, aside from gathering and getting together and doing all that kind of stuff, do you have any particular Thanksgiving traditions? We have traditional Thanksgiving food. Like my every- Oh, so you go with like big old turkey and- Yeah, like my dad makes the turkey. He has become more and more- um, Like Bob from Bob's Burgers. I was thinking the exact same thing. They're not quite to that yep. level. Um, if you've never seen a Bob's Burger episode- Watch every single Thanksgiving episode. It's hilarious. Um, Not only that, just watch every single episode. They're so good. They are. It's a really good show. It's got a good heart. It's an animated yeah. show, FYI. I know some people have a weird aversion to animated adult shows. Anyways, so, um, yeah, so my dad, he he brines the turkey for, you know, like two or three days before. And, you know, and then uh, what's really nice now, my, we, we cook it up in, at my sister's and they have a convection oven. And it cooks so freaking fast. Nice. Um, so it's nice and tender. Um, but my mom always makes a chocolate pudding pie. Um, and Delicious. This is newish in like the last like five or so years, a pecan pie. Uh, she used to do apple okay. pie. And my dad loves pecan pie. So she learned how to make a pecan pie because she had never done it before. And now she makes pecan pie and it's really good. Um Nice. You know, but with the other traditional stuff, stuffing and mashed potatoes, um, when we had it with the whole family, my aunt would always make the uh, the green bean casserole from a can. Classic. Which classic. I never liked. But <laughs> Wait, did you not like it because it was from the can or because you don't like green bean casserole? I just don't like green bean casserole, which is funny because I... Okay, lo- I'm going to need to make green bean casserole for you sometime because it is delicious. What's well, funny is right. I love green beans. I think it's the kind of the sogginess that happens with it all um so there's a another variant called tater tot casserole which is kind of the exact same thing as uh green bean casserole but you add a lot of cheese and, and tater tots see i don't know if i'd like um, that actually because oh, so like honestly like i'm a, I, I have a weird relationship with melted cheese i love melted cheese on pizza and it's decent in um mexican food but i am not a huge fan of just melted cheese on stuff so like, what about a Philly cheesesteak? Um, well, there's an issue with that. I will let you mull that oh, over. Oh, yep. Um, no, you can get you can get chicken. Yeah, cheesesteak. Like I've had like chicken parmesan and whatnot, but I don't know. There's something about when it's just like a crap ton of cheese just melted over everything. I just 
I don't know. I, I think it's a texture thing. Um, uh, in in Tetrachot Cultural, it's not melted over top. It's it's uh, is it like mixed within in? to become one homogenous thing. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I, I'll have. What about mac and cheese? I do like. It's got to be the right mac and cheese though. Um, like the instant mac and cheese, I can't do. I used to be okay nah, with it, but I can't it's do too it's exactly. Um, like I really like the mac and cheese that has. It's not like a heavy cheese sauce. It's more of kind of like nice grated cheese on top of the the macaroni and whatnot. Um, huh. Yeah, I'm just, I guess it's like cheese whiz I find disgusting. Um, though apparently the best type of Philly cheesesteak is with cheese whiz. Oh, yes. Yeah, which is a That's thing. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah. Um, it's actually funny. My dad, uh, this was a couple years ago. They were, my mom, my dad, they went to Pittsburgh. I can't remember why, um, but my dad was going to get a, or not Pittsburgh, excuse me, Philadelphia. Um, and he asked around, you know, where, where's the best place to get a Philly cheesesteak? And somebody told him, you know, a little hole in the wall. And like, you have to get, there's two types on the menu. Um, one is made with like fresh mozzarella or whatnot. And the other is made with cheese whiz. And my dad was very skeptical, skeptic, skeptical about the cheese whiz one. And he loved it. He said it was like, yeah. he, he loved it. Um, it's, I, I went to Philadelphia for uh, a friend's wedding and while I was, I hadn't had a cheesesteak before, so I figured, oh, this would be a perfect time to try it. And so I tried two different kinds. I tried the like most posh gourmet you could possibly get, you know, Swiss cheese, all the, all the fixings. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then I tried the dirty, like pr- prepared in 15 minutes, uh, cheese whiz and that's it. So much better. There is something to be said about like hole in the wall type of food. That, that and just sometimes simplicity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm always like when I go to New York and like in Chinatown, you got these little hole in the wall restaurants. And for me, it's like I know they have to be good because that's the only reason they still exist. That's a good point. But that are their money money. I mean, that's places. possible, too. That wouldn't surprise me. The food's still good. So what did you, as, as a kid, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Like when you had family? Uh, So very similar. Yep. That was a very similar to you. We would, uh, um, all go over to somebody's house, either, like I said, my aunt or my, uh, grandparents house. Were they all in Spokane or in the general area? Yeah. Jeff's family lives in Spokane. Um, Stop giving away my secrets. Uh, but yeah, so we'd all go over there and we'd just, same old thing, just traditional, uh, there'd be a turkey, there'd be pies, probably. Uh, see, the problem is you're asking me about things in the past, yeah. and I don't really have a memory for things in the past. Um, I all I remember is, oh, oh, you remembered something, yeah. though. You had a... You... Although that may have been Christmas. Yeah. Um, I remember there was, uh, <laughs> my mom would always try to plan in arts and crafts. Oh, jeez. Uh, and yeah yeah that was we never really had traditions like that i know like my my uncle and cousins definitely watched the football games um and i enjoyed watching the games games. um but you know unless the broncos were playing i was never really into it like this last thanksgiving we didn't watch any football games mostly because my brother-in-law doesn't like it so i had no qualms not watching it um but it was just a lot of a lot of family in the same room 
or any same house. Any particular year that just kind of like sticks out to you as a, a interesting story, or just um, they're all kind of blend together. I, I I remember. I think this was the, yeah. It must have been Thanksgiving. It wouldn't have been any other holiday. Um, I, it's actually this was a while ago, and I remember this very well. Um, this isn't necessarily a good story, but the uh, the Broncos, the 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 football team, was playing the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving. In Dombers. I believe in Chicago because I have a feeling otherwise my dad might dad and I might have been there. Um, and long, long, long story. My cousins and my uncle hate the Broncos. It's a source of contention. It's a weird thing, and I remember them just giving me shit the entire game. And it was a back and forth game, but whenever something bad happened, and I finally I got so pissed off. Like, I remember just yelling at them and, like, storming upstairs, and um, I don't remember exactly what they said or what they did. I just remember, like, getting, like, like you know that feeling of, like, rage boiling inside of you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that basically happened. So, that and stands probably, out. After, after it had happened, you probably thought of, of all the conversations that you should have to get back or something along those lines. Not Are you just kind of like obsessed really? over the event? Not so much. More along the lines. It was actually kind of the opposite of I shouldn't let them get to me because it's football and who the hell cares. But <laughs> on the flip side, I knew they were doing what they were doing to get to me. So it was kind of this like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never been a huge Mate. revenge person. I don't think. Yeah, I really should have uh, called my mom before this and asked her for some good stories because. Uh, aside from the traditional, we all got together and would eat a way too much food. And particularly the one thing I do remember is a, that like apple cider, mm. but we would get a uh, crayon apple, mm. um, like fizzy sparkling yeah, soda, yeah. sparkling drink or whatever it is that like classic, yeah. whatever. Well, you should very good ask stuff. your mom about Christmas stuff. So when, no, no, don't worry. You, this, you remember Christmas stuff? The, the Oh man, I when we go to the, when we do the Christmas episode, I've got tons of stories that hopefully I'll remember at that point. Cool. I've got um, I've, I've got some Hanukkah stories. Hanukkah's never Hanukkah's not nearly as big of a holiday though. So, it's been What are you talking about? It's at the same time as Christmas. It therefore yes. must be the biggest holiday of the Jewish year. Yep, that's at least what Hallmark says. <laughs> um No, we'll um, we'll get yeah, we'll get into my theory that there is a war on Jewish Christmas, but I'm going to leave you all in suspense about what I mean by that. <laughs> Um, uh, so I, I just, Thanksgiving was aside from, like I said, my mom's birthday and that kind of stuff, not nearly as memorable as Christmas. Um, which is again, the reason why I, I choose to stay home. Right. Cause it's Christmas just not a big longer. deal for you. Yeah, yeah. It's not as big of a that deal. That makes sense. Um, so, so Hey, before we wrap up, uh, I want to do a couple rounds of our favorite game. Okay. Um, guess that wiki how article. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you about the uh the little et short but are you not feeling it no we could totally talk about that um you want to preface yeah. it first so um i'm sure everybody knows the beloved movie et the extraterrestrial um came back came out in the 80s um well thursday a sequel of shorts was released um it's like a little four minute short um about E.T. returning back to Earth and meeting up with adult Elliot and his kids. 
And it was very cute, but it was also a commercial for Comcast Xfinity. And me being very cynical, I watched it and felt kind of like my childhood was being ruined. Um, because E.T. was, a, I loved E.T. The soundtrack alone is just, you hear it and you just get all excited inside. And it's such a good story. <laughs> and this, oh, this little short was such a painfully obvious you know commercialization cash grab and it was done in a way that it wasn't you know like there weren't xfinity signs everywhere um for fy i'm gonna put a link in the podcast so everybody can watch it it's on youtube um it's just it's subtle enough there's one scene in particular where the whole family is together with et on the couch and the dad pulls up the xfinity remote and say show me holiday movies and I just, I don't know. It just ruined the whole thing for me, and and it made me sad. This is what's interesting is I had none of those reactions when when you told me to watch it. Um, I saw it more as kind of just a really bad commercial. Like, mm. I had no, no like, oh, they're ruining E.T. Because I never saw E.T. Right. I still haven't seen E.T. I have no nostalgia association with it. So when I saw this, I was just like, okay. Well, you know, it's that funny. Like I was, they could have done they could have done so much better if they were going to do well, that. It was really corny and not great. It was too corny. Yeah. It was way too corny. Right. And I know, I mean, it, they obviously did this to capitalize on the nostalgia of people saying, oh, my God, E.T.'s back. I remember him from when I was a little kid or, you know, the, yeah. the parents of them. And I mean, this is just me being cynical because, of course, every single movie ever made was made to make money. And, you know, especially kids themed movies, there's merchandising and all that stuff. Hell, like Star Wars, you know, 90% of the profit is merchandising, but I still love Star Wars. I don't know this. I also, I think the fact that I Comcast is just like the worst company in the world didn't help. They are pretty evil. Didn't help. Like if this had been like a Microsoft commercial or even a Google commercial, it would have been better. I think. I just, I really think that. The reason it would be so angering is not necessarily that they were using E.T. to peddle their goods, um, but that they just did such a poor job of it. Yeah, and their goods suck. Like, well, I mean, their goods are the only ones in town. No, I so. know, which is, they're, really, um, they should be called the bads. Xfinity's the, the bads. Uh, <laughs> their service. Yeah, their service. Um, okay. But, yeah, the commercialization of, of childhood memories. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I did actually remember a tradition that we do for Thanksgiving that I can't believe I completely forgot. Uh, Black Friday. Oh, did you, were you a Black Friday person? Oh my, yeah. I wasn't until like mid high school. Yeah. I very distinctly remember, um, me and, and a couple of my friends hanging out at Best Buy to buy. Oh, you're a terrible human um, being. A TV or, well, see, you say that you actually, no. Why do you say that? I say that because you you are the type of person that forces other people to work the day after Thanksgiving at like six in the morning. That if people weren't like, oh, let's go out and buy stuff on Black Friday, stores wouldn't open at the crack of dawn. Or even now, like it's gotten really bad there. A lot of stores open like at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. And yeah, well, and actually Best Buy just has their ads available the entire month of November, right? Almost, which that so. I'm totally fine with. Like, I mean, the fact that you can buy pretty much everything online at this point, I feel like largely eliminates the need for Black Friday, but it's so entrenched in our society yeah. and culture that 
I, I just hate it. I hate the commercialization and the capitalism think, of it all. It just it. I think within a couple of years, um, Black Friday won't be nearly as much of a thing, I but Cyber so. Monday will be huge. And I'm totally um, fine with that because for me, I don't care that you know people are picking one day to buy everything or that you know the sales really aren't that great usually. But it's do your research, right? It's just that forcing people to work on a holiday which is i know it's it's a it's not for everybody obviously um but yeah. it is you know it is well, it's a, it, it's not like the entire city shuts down regardless for a holiday i mean yeah it sucks i agree with yeah. you on that well for me but, it's more along the lines of forcing people to either you know a like actually work on thanksgiving in a retail store which just kind of sucks or and b like if the store doesn't you know if the store opens at like 6 a.m that normally doesn't open till 10 that's just kind of like I don't know. I just find this that really is, crappy. This is something I'd want to actually talk to somebody who works at one of these places because I don't know how much of forcing it happens. Um, I, I worked at yeah, I Apple. I see you're raising your hand. Do you work? I worked at okay. Apple for a year and a half and was two Thanksgivings and uh, they opened on Black Friday. It wasn't nearly as bad as some other stores. You had to open? Yeah, we opened at 8 a.m., um, which I always found absurd because Apple's Black Friday deals suck. Like, they're not good at Did all. Did you have people ch oh, chomping at the bitch yes, again? Yes, there were lines. I mean, there were, just, like, long lines. And I think the store opened at 8. We'd usually have to get there about 7. Um, and it just sucked. Because, like, I didn't have a choice. It was all hands on deck. You didn't no, have a choice. It was all, you couldn't just say, now, nah, do it later. No, it was all hands on deck. Now, like, if I had requested time off, like, two years in advance, maybe... But otherwise, it was literally every single employee at that store was working on Black That's Friday. Interesting. Um, and it was. Yeah, I have, I have, I have warm, fuzzy memories of Black Friday because let me let me tell you the perspective from the people waiting in line. Um, so mine is I never really had much money growing up, and so the idea of getting myself a, a really nice piece of electronics for half the price mm -hmm. and trust me. I did my research yeah. like 20 fold to figure out which was the best thing um, was pretty much the only way I'd ever get certain items. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's how I got my first iPod for instance. Ooh. Um, but really the, the more useful part of black Friday or the more fun part was I actually liked it back when they had all the doorbusters and the only way you're going to get them is if you're the 10th person in line and that kind of stuff. The reason is I would stand in line at like three o'clock in the morning with me and my friend and we would just become comrades with everyone yeah. else in the line. Yeah. Like, oh, it was so, and sometimes people would come by and bring donuts or things because there was this sort of like commiseration yeah. with everyone. No, there. I get it when you're standing it was, in line It was very line for community yeah. it was or oriented. Honestly, I think um, I wouldn't be so vehemently against Black Friday if it was not the day after Thanksgiving. Like if it was... Like, even, like, if Cyber Monday becomes the new Black Friday, like, give people a chance to enjoy the holiday with their family if they have it. Um, you know, so many places are closed on Thanksgiving. Like, just give people some time off. And retail, unfortunately, so, is just, it's not that. Retail does not I, honor time yeah. off. I agree with you that having the uh, Black Friday thing start at 5 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day, that's pretty shitty. Um, but really, the day after Friday... Yeah, it is still part of the national holidays, but it's not really Thanksgiving anymore. True, but it's still like, like I'm not hanging out with my family on that Friday. True, but you know, a lot of times, at least you know, in my family, we would stay up late and then having to wake up at you know six a.m. the next day when any other normal day, I wouldn't be getting there until ten. 
Like, it just... So, it's, it's a combination of the fact that you had to wake up extra early? Just extra early, and also as, wasn't able to enjoy myself as much at Thanksgiving, because knowing, the, like... The night before. You know, like, oh, God, I gotta deal with all this crap tomorrow. Um, and I also yeah. just, I mean, for me, Black Friday is the epitome of what's wrong with capitalism. But that's for another conversation entirely. Um, uh, yeah. I will say, however, that um, like Black Friday, I, I don't blame the stores necessarily. Who do you blame? Uh, it's the whole system, if you will. It's kind of like there is a demand for it. Stores wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't a demand for it. And it is like this kind of... Uh, self-perpetuating machine yeah i mean it's kind of like it's a, basically what happened is it, it's not like the consumers demanded you know what we need we need better deals but only on the day after thanksgiving right it started you know that it probably started small like a couple of stores here and there were like oh let's do big sales yeah. on on the friday after thanksgiving and then it just snowballed from there because consumers sure. were like oh there we expect these sales now so more stores jumped on and like i said it was like a snowball effect so i don't blame yeah, the yeah. stores necessarily i think they are pushing it way too far but again like if you know let's say like target i know st- opens at like 6 p.m on thanksgiving now they open at 6 p.m because there are people there if people didn't show yeah. up they wouldn't do it um oh that's a i see and i i don't I, I agree with you i don't think they should have the opening on thanksgiving day because the whole reason that Black Friday was fun for me, at least, probably not fun for the people who got trampled, yeah, was right, that's the, the other. having to wait in line for, like, three hours in the middle of, you right. know, early, early morning. Right, camping like, out. Like, that was and... the fun part. It was like, you know what? I'm going to – I have the, enough fortitude that I'm going to waste my time and be tired mm-hmm. so that I can get five bucks off this month. Right. Right. It's not – yeah. Uh, I just – ugh. I just – I don't know. I, I guess I glorify it. Well, and I because... and I know some people. I have a good friend who's um, his wife and um, that side of her family does huge things on Black Friday, and they love it. And I, I don't begrudge them that. I just hate it. Um, <laughs> and I will say that Black Friday did give me one of my my favorite memories of my dad. Um, he was so basically when when we started this tradition, it was me and my friend would do it for a couple of years before anybody else, I could convince anybody else in my family that it was worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one year, uh, I th- don't remember exactly what I was going for, but I was at Staples for some whatever reason. And I convinced my dad to come and join us. And uh, while I'm in line, because it's, you know, it's Black Friday, so they have the huge line and yeah, it takes yeah. forever. Um, my dad would co- keep wandering off and then kind of excitedly running back up to me with an item saying, Oh my God, these are two for one get these two or, Oh man, this extension cable's free. If we mail in the rebate, right. get 15 of them. Right. <laughs> and it just, the smile on his face. Cause this was back when my dad was also still very frugal with money. Yeah. And so to see him like super excited about all of these minor savings, right. cause what was so funny about it, it was it wasn't that he was getting this giant TV or anything like that. He was coming up with the small like two dollar right, saving right, items. Yeah, the, it was so good. Right. Well it's like the little things there, uh, the uh like the party prizes. Impulse and, items. Yeah, the impulse items. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So here's here's a trivia question for you, um, which Go you might it. know the answer to. Do you know why it's called Black Friday? Oh. Um I actually just heard a, a thing. I don't actually know what it is. But I heard a, a joke, and I'm wondering if what is it. So, what? um, 
for companies' profits when they report their yes. profits. If it's in the red, that means they're losing profit. If it's in the black, that means they're doing the well. Black, yeah. So Black Friday was, was kind of like, oh, everybody's making money. So they're in the black yeah. this day. I see. I was having a conversation with my dad um, a couple days ago, and he mentioned that. And I didn't realize that, that was the association. And I didn't don't know if he was actually making that association. Hmm. But I was like, huh, I wonder if that's why they call it that. Yeah. And now yeah. I know. It's, I always found it really interesting because there's another black day in history that is not a good day. And that would be Black Tuesday when the stock market crashed in the 1920s and the Great Depression started. Um, I just always found that amusing. That's when we should have Black Friday. Is black, black Tuesday, Tuesday. yeah. That would be, yeah. Super insensitive. That, I mean, um, or maybe it's a... Look, we're taking back the day. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways. Anyway, Black Friday, I think, is a tradition that is definitely a sore upon society. But it could also be good. And, oh, last question for you. Did you get paid extra? No. Because you were coming in on a holiday? No. Because... No, because you... So, Thanksgiving is not... So, Thanksgiving is a federal holiday. But it's not a... Companies don't have to pay you for the time off of certain holidays. Um, and actually I think for pretty much all holidays, companies don't, they can give you the day off, but they don't have to pay you extra for it. Um, I'm pretty sure holiday pay is a thing in, or maybe that's something you have to negotiate. I think you have to negotiate it and it's only for government workers. Like that's mandated ah. for government workers, but not for anybody else. Um, Got in it. retail again, it's retail. Like they're, it's, yeah. which is, and even Apple, like the Apple stores are not your typical retail stores. It's still retail. And even then, like I wasn't the second year of Black Friday, I wasn't working in the retail environment. I was in the Genius Bar, but I still had to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see what's it's interesting because I've never actually spoken to somebody who worked during the the yeah. mad rush that is Black Friday. And, so. and the funny thing was, I didn't mind the mad rush. Like, I didn't mind that there were all these people like that. That didn't bother want to get up early. It's the, it was just like the principle of it all, quite honestly. And yes, the early part did not help. But it just, I don't know. I'm guessing the early part is what fused the principal part. Um, yes and no. I mean, I felt this way even before I worked at Apple. It just, that hardened it for me. So, well, we got a final word? Since we're, yeah, I was going to say, we're probably going to, I'm going to skip the, the, wiki the, how. the wiki how yeah. thing. Well, Black uh, Friday I, was a fun tangent. I didn't think we are going to talk about Black Friday for a while. Yeah. No, I forgot. I, <laughs> that was, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot about Black Friday. I'm actually kind of glad you brought it up. Me too, which is really unfortunate because that's like. Thanksgiving and Black Friday at this point are synonymous. Ah, sadly. In some cases. Sadly. All right. Ah, who cares? All right. I want, I want my word. Your word is perseverate. 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 So I'm, I'm feeling it's a combination. Perseverate. Of, uh, perseverate. Like. Perseverate. Persistence and, um. Um, oh shoot, there was the other, uh, perseverate, uh, you're going on a good track there with persistence. Um, like, uh, when I think of like forate or something, I think of it like an organization or something like collate or perforate, perforate. That's the word I was thinking. Like a perforation. Is there, is there like a combination of persistence and perforations here? It's definitely a combination of persistence. I don't, I mean, I think it'd be a bit of a stretch to talk about perfect, per. Um, can, if if you use it in a sentence, we'll give it away. They perseverate under stress, uh, is the sense that comes with it. Keep going under stress. They persevere under stress or do they fall apart? Another good one, but no. Okay. 
So it's uh, the actual definition is repeat or prolong an action, thought, or utterance after a stimulation that prompted it has ceased. Interesting. So the way I look at it is, back to that football thing with your family, I would have probably spent the entire evening that night constantly going over my head uh, the event and trying to think of yeah. ways I could have, yeah. what I could have responded to it. And I was, in that instance, perseverating. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh... Um, repeat a response after the cessation of the original stimulus. Another, yeah, it's kind of like like stewing over something. Um, I like, could see that definitely. Yeah. That's one way of looking at it. Probably yeah. interesting. That's a good word. I might try and, try and use that in my everyday vernacular now. Plus, it has a lot of plosives in it. Oh, yes, per- plosives. Rate. Yeah. Well, we're at fifty minutes. Yep. So, uh, with that being see said. Guys. Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. We will be back next week. Hope you all had a good Black Friday. Or I hope you all had terrible Black Fridays. I hope you will never, ever do Black (laughs) Friday ever, ever again. Keep it up.